Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Career Therapy Podcast. My name is Martin McGovern, and we're going to continue with our live coaching call episodes for you this week. Last week, we showed you a little bit of a behind the scenes of what it actually looks like to work with a coach. And this is another call that we'll be sharing with you today with someone named Kara, who also chatted with me back in 2018. And asked a bunch of questions about their job search, their career prospects, and we really dug into how to find a better work-life balance. We talked about whether or not they should go back to school. We talked about getting stuck in a niche and really helped address that fear of feeling like you're gonna be stuck in this job forever. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. It's a little bit shorter and a little more digestible and gives you a nice little insight into what a first call might look like with a coach. If you would like to work with a coach, you can work with me by going to careertherapy.com and setting up a free consultation to chat through what you're working on in your career right now. Or if you'd like a free coaching call, reach out to me on LinkedIn and we can get you set up to be an anonymous coaching call for the Career Therapy Podcast, where we will answer your specific job search questions and then share them with the community so that everyone can benefit from the knowledge. Again, that would be anonymous, but that's an option for those of you who might want some coaching but aren't ready to sign up for the full program just yet. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Kara. Enjoy. You know, any sort of direction is always uh, helpful, especially when it's coming from an outside source, someone who, who you know, who knows what he's talking about, hopefully. Uh, unlike, you know, we all have specialties and trying to, you, you have to be almost an expert in the job market in order to even obtain a job, uh, mm-hmm. it seems like these days. And, you know, if you can, you know, help anybody else out, I, I'd be happy to for it, as well as helping myself. Absolutely. Well, and we want to start with you. Um, And so what I'd like to do with this call is, number one, just kind of, you know, chat with you and and just get a good rapport going. Um, But but number two, get a get a real sense of the big questions that are on your mind. I know you sent over your your blurb and I I really appreciate you taking that personality quiz. Um, But let's just kind of launch that that big question, that big job search question, you know, tell me about yourself and I'll, I'll sort of step back and let you talk. I probably won't interrupt you as much as I would if we were, you know, doing a normal coaching call, just so that we're not talking over each other. But um, Mm -hmm. let's just see, you know, launch into it however you want, however long or short you want to go. Tell me about yourself and then, and then we'll kind of build from there with the questions you have around the job search and where you're currently at, what your runway is and so on. Okay. Um, So I guess I Grew up in the middle of nowhere, didn't do so hot in school, um, but always felt like it was important for me to go to college. Uh, I took a bunch of college courses in high school, so I was really able to get through college in about two years. I graduated early, didn't get super great grades, but I wanted to get out of there um, and then started immediately in the industry. I got a degree in environmental studies and didn't uh, really agree with the whole tree hugger kind of aspect of, <laughs> of that, uh, field mm-hmm. and decided that the best way to go about it is to merge industry and the environmental fields. And then started working in construction, uh, worked as an engineering technician for, uh, about a year at ECS, uh, and then 
decided I needed to kind of move more into like the water soil industry and the city of Richmond picked me up. Uh, from there, I worked about two years, got my waterworks operator's license, uh, which I worked for harder for that one. And then I did my actual uh, bachelor's degree, which is uh, kind of funny. Um, but uh, I was, I realized that I wanted to move up from there and really wanted to become more of that management manager uh, side of things. And so remedial construction picked me up, recon, and went back into that whole construction rather than the, the industri industrial side of things, utilities, um, and then built a wastewater treatment plant for Dominion uh, or assisted, didn't do it all myself, um, but was managing that project and did that for about nine months, was a big time project general contractor working with environmental remediation. Um, it, it fit the bill exactly for me um, until the uh, project was finished and then they told me I could go to New Jersey or Texas and I chose neither because <laughs> mm. I didn't really want to move, you know, construction is, especially with the bigger jobs um, and, you know, general construction, general contractors, they do have a tendency to, to move around a lot. They go where the jobs are, they go where the projects are. And oftentimes those projects are, are going to be larger. Uh, I went to Balfour Beatty because uh, I wanted to stay in this area and Balfour Beatty is a big fortune 200 something like that company thought I had, I had it made and like, I feel like I have it made uh, and would love to kind of stick with that industrial feel, but the construction side of things is very difficult to deal with sometimes, you know, that I don't know where I'm going to be in the, after this project. Uh, as it is, I drive an hour and a half every day for work, uh, just one way and an hour and a half back. Uh, the work-life balance isn't quite there. Uh, and then I work out uh, pretty regularly. I do powerlifting. I, I would like time to spend at home, you know? Uh -huh. uh, so ideally, my thought process is to do what my dad did. My dad was in the Navy for 25 years. He, he worked uh, his way up to captain or something like that. And he transferred his project management skills into uh, civilian life to become an IT project manager. And while that's not really in my repertoire, although I hear a lot of people, you know, say a lot of good things about IT, I'm not super computer, computer savvy. Uh, I am, uh, uh, I, I have the plenty of ability to learn. I love to learn. I want to know everything about everything, but uh Computer languages are the equivalent of, you know, learning Russian to me. Uh, it, it would take, it, I could do it. I just take some time. Uh, and I was hoping to stay in that kind of industrial field anyway, and just kind of find a way that I can use my skills on a day-to-day -day basis in a way that I feel, you know, productive in a way that I feel like I'm contributing and that can assist in the larger scale on a, I'm a big company um, and, and to, to make them feel like I'm valuable, make me feel like I'm valued uh, and get that sort of feedback. Absolutely. Well. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and and so with with your current role, what is it that you enjoy most and and maybe dislike? I mean, you already mentioned a couple of things, the hours primarily, but what are some of the Mm -hmm. things that you like the most about your role? So I love the coordination aspect of things. What do you need? How do I get it to you? What's the best way to go about solving this problem? Uh, The communication aspect's uh, fun as well. Uh, But uh, my fit... Probably my favorite parts are procurement, estimating, uh, logistical plans, sequencing, that sort of thing would be my favorite aspects of my managing. Um, I'm pretty, I'm on the lower end of the management scale (laughs) overall. Uh, I haven't had a huge amount of projects under my belt, Um, but the forward thinking of things is really what I enjoy. Like the, the, the planning it out, making sure that we have thought through all of the aspects of the project and probably that pre-construction phase would be my favorite. Awesome. And when you think about, you know, your next steps here, right? So you were, you were clearly thinking about making a career change before we posted this and, and you came across it. What, what was your like, okay, I'm sitting down, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start working on my next step. What was, the, what was sort of the plan that came into your head or the first thing that came to mind? Well, honestly, I don't know how to transfer my skills adequately from a construction to maybe a more desk job type uh, area. I was even thinking about going back to school. I, I don't have a problem getting a certification. That, that's fine. But getting more education feels like the best way to move and take that direction, take a step in that direction for a company that, that sees my experience and maybe doesn't think that I have uh, enough experience in what they want in order to give me the chance, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's one of those areas where what we want to do is really go out there and test some of our assumptions before we, you know, commit to education or anything along those lines. Because um, we want to make sure that, you know, the, any education that you do end up getting is directly related to the direction you want to go, uh, rather than making some assumptions and then being like, oh, wait, that wasn't quite the path, but now I'm committed to a certain cost, right? Um, yeah, I don't want to, the return on investment idea, I need that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And how, and speaking of return on on investment, like what is your sort of financial runway? Um, let's say, you know, some people have very high ability to take risks, right? They're, they're, they've got like, you know, money saved up to make a big transition. Then other folks, you know, they've got to keep working and build something on the side. So where would you say you sort of land on the spectrum? And, you know, how soon are you looking to make a change? Um, like, you know, some folks are in like real dire straits, like they have a terrible manager or something along those lines. And then other folks are like, well, you know, I have, I would like to make a change, but there's no real urgency behind it. So kind of give me the financial side and also just the internal clock side of it. As far as the internal clock, I am pretty lukewarm. Uh, I don't want to jump ship so soon. I've already, I've been at this job for about half a year. I'd, I'd like to complete at least a year that way I don't look like I'm job hopping that way I can you know consistently work um but as far as like monetarily I as long as I can stay kind of at my level I I, where I'm at I don't have a problem with that I can't like I can't take a significant pay cut Mm -hmm. uh like like right now I'm currently making 65 a year 
mm-hmm. and wouldn't mind making less than that. But for that, you know, work-life balance that we have, uh, would like to stay in that management role, but wouldn't, you know, uh, financial side, I, I need to still make money. I have, uh, you know, stability in, as far as my uh, house, but still need, still got to make money. Sure thing, of course. And when you think of that next job title, what is the title that comes to mind? Manager. Manager. Okay, just generally uh, manager. Got it. Yeah. Pro- procurement manager, logistical manager, something uh, along those lines. Yeah, and I think one of the things we'll try and do as we work together is get more specific, um, like all the way down to the level of pulling up people's profiles. Um, and then are there any companies that stand out that you'd be really interested in? Uh, I mean, so where I'm at, uh, a lot of the big banking businesses are, are here. So Capital One, SunTrust, we have Afton Chemical. They're a big oil company here. We have um, a, a couple more. Of, uh, we have Big Dominion. That would be awesome if I could get in with them. Um, it, that those sort of larger scale companies would would be ideal for me, especially in the area that I'm at. Awesome. It doesn't. I don't have to stay in this area, but that's that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's kind of the three big things that we want to focus on: our job title, industry, including company names and things like that, and then location. Once you have those three things down, we can really start to drill into who you need to meet in order to get where you're going. Because that's really what we need to figure out. It's not so much what right off the bat, it's who. And then once we figure out who you need to meet, you'll go out and have a handful of conversations and we'll sort of eliminate options. So it's it's okay to have a bunch of options to start with as long as we are systematically eliminating options as we go. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so... It sounds like there's a lot of really good stuff going on. Like you're not in a you know a dire situation where you're you know you need something tomorrow. You have the ability to sort of plan and systematically work ahead. Um, yeah. What are some of your thoughts about um, you know networking and and any fears or anything around that? Uh, I, the main fear I have is that the people being stuck in the network that I'm at in that construction industry. And I have this goal and I'm working towards like maybe getting out of this like small field because uh, at the level, it, it feels very small. It might, it might be bigger, but it feels small where, you know, a lot of the same faces. And my fear with networking is that I've, I'll be stuck in this network and I'll never mm-hmm. be able to reach outside of that field and, and get where I want to go. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of those things where, you know, it's really good to have the loyalty side of things, but then at the same time, without the diversity, you kind of get stuck in a field. And you said you you don't necessarily have the compu- like the computer chops um, that you were hoping to have for. Uh, were you talking more along the lines of coding and development, or or what sort yeah. of? Okay, yeah. So um, if you're looking more in the project management and manager side of things, that might not be so much of an issue. But uh, one thing we may want to work on is, you know, your online presence as well uh, to kind of expand your, op- like, the, the number of things you're looking at. So if we go to your LinkedIn, right, um, we want to make sure that it represents not only what you're currently doing, but what you hope to be doing. 
and then uh, we'll want to you know bring in a, a headshot uh, that that really showcases who you are, so that um, we can sort of build that online trust as well, and and then we build on top of that with the personal interactions. So there's a number of different things that we can do as we work together here. Um, mm -hmm. Are there any big questions you have, or have, well, I guess one question I have is: Have you ever worked with a coach in the past, and have you ever gotten any like really good advice from mentors? Uh, and then also, uh, what are some of the big questions that are on your mind when it comes to your career? We interrupt today's episode to let you know about Career Therapy's Unstuck Coaching Program. If you're feeling paralyzed by job search procrastination and unsure of what to do next in your career, we're here to help. Each month as a member, you will get access to two one-on-one -on -one coaching calls, unlimited virtual chat with your coach via Slack, invitations to bi-weekly group coaching sessions, and lifetime access to our eight-part job search curriculum. Want to take your search to the next level? Head over to careertherapy.com and schedule a free 15-minute consultation to chat with me today and see if coaching is right for you. Now back to our show. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Let's start with, have you ever worked with anyone in the past? And uh, have you or gotten any good, um, have you ever worked with a career coach in the past or gotten any good advice from mentors? So I have never worked with a career coach. The one at from my college, VCU, was not very, they, they had a lot to deal with um, and didn't have a whole lot of personalized time. Mm -hmm. uh, so they, they, they mostly left me to flounder on my own, which is, which is fine. It, it allowed me to really succeed and shine in, in other ways. Uh, and then, but mentoring, as I've kind of gotten into this project management side of things, like me and my dad really work off of each other because he, he has people under him in, in that, in the same level that I'm at. So we're, we're working congruently just in different fields. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Um, one of the things that I always find really beneficial for a job search is starting up some sort of side project that allows you to talk about things outside of your normal job. Now this is kind of a big leap, right, from just doing a job search to building something on the side. Um, yeah. But one of the things like we, we tend to have a very like, oh, it needs to be this big, huge following and like, you know, so on and so forth. Actually, it, it can be a pretty small project, but it's just something that uh, when you go and you're networking and you're talking to people and you're interviewing and things like that, it gives you something to talk about other than the thing that you're currently doing and so like mired in every day, right? And so one thing that could be really interesting, even if it's as basic as um, a blog or something like that, right, is mm -hmm. taking these like kind of conversations, these sort of mentor conversations you're having uh, with your with your father and and kind of turning them into a post or something like that for Medium or LinkedIn or something along those lines that allows you some sort of visibility in, in the uh, like job market, let's say. And we can maybe tap into that a little bit more in our next conversation, but I just want to plant the seed of like, there are a lot of different things that we can do when it comes to the job search that isn't just going to job boards and applying that mm -hmm. also bring in opportunities. Does that all make sense? Yeah. I, I'm just, I guess con the construction industry is still such an old boys system that I'm not used to having, having to have to have that 
uh, online presence at all. Like that online presence is almost uh, what I have done thus far is, is, is above and beyond what I've noticed most people do. Uh, yeah. Even uh, <laughs> in my line of work, but in other lines of work, it might be, you know, that is probably a good idea. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I give you credit for what you do have on there. And I think it's, there's, there's the online and the offline. And what we want to do is just find the right balance for you. Right. And so, mm -hmm. you know, not everyone's in marketing, not everyone needs to be like, you know, creating videos and stuff, but there is like a level that is helpful. And so we'll, we'll dive in and find the right balance for you there. Um, yeah. As we, sort of wrap up the call, is there anything like on your mind that, you know, stands out as like, this is the question I want answered by the end of this? Am I going to be stuck in, in this, uh, in this area of expertise for forever? Am I going to be like the safety coordinator for forever or the environmental coordinator? Like, is it even possible to go outside of what I know and what I've been educated in, in order to, to, you know, reach, reach where I want to go, which I, I don't even really, I have kind of an idea for, but is it possible to reach outside of what I have now in order to get that better work life, that better, you know, uh, that better management style, you know? That's an amazing question. And, you know, the answer is, it depends, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay. Uh, it depends on what it is that you want to move into and the way that we go about it. Now, the short answer is, yes, there is a way out. Um, and then the long answer is, we need to define exactly what you want to move into and then put put basically a, a long-term strategy around it. So once we really drill in and we figure out what industry you want to work in, what role you want in that industry, and you know where you want to work, hopefully that's where you're at right now, but it could be somewhere else, then we can just start slowly building your network so that you surround yourself with people who are interested in those topics and then you start building mm -hmm. things and creating value in that space and then over time you slowly move into it. Now it could all happen all, it could be slow, slow, slow and then happen all at once. It could be, um, you know, a, a very gradual transition or it could be something very quick. You might meet someone and there's an opportunity and you jump. Um, now there's, if you're committed to it, and you really know what you want to do, I see no reason why you wouldn't be able to make a change. And okay. so um, one of the things that we really want to do is just get super, super, super specific about what that change will be, right? And so mm -hmm. what I'd like to do in between now and our next chat is can you go on LinkedIn and mm -hmm. take a look through people's profiles at companies that you're interested in and see if you can find a job title and maybe even a job listing that really speaks to you and, and something that you're like, this, I don't know if this is right, but this seems like the right direction. Okay. What if, what if I find multiple of those? <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, what we're going to do then is rank order them and figure mm -hmm. out uh, exactly what it is that's that you are prioritizing in your career right now 
And so some people prioritize money, some people prioritize people, some like environment culture, and some people prioritize a skill set. And we need to figure out if you're interested in the financial aspect of your career, the people aspect of your career, or the skill set aspect of your career. Okay. I mean, I mean, I'm interested in all of those, but I don't yeah. know which would might be the most important to me as far as moving forward. Um, exactly. Um, do you have a guess? Do you have a gut instinct? How you would rank those three? What would you describe the skill set as? Um, management. So the skill set of being a manager. Uh, hmm. From what from our conversation so far. Okay. Uh, then I would probably do the skill set one. Okay. Uh, I would prioritize that with uh, financial being a close second. I do enjoy the people aspect of it, but I've also worked alone uh, for for a fair portion of, of my career or with a limited amount of people. And I know how to deal with some people who are, are, are provide an opportunity for growth. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a great starting point. And so what we'll do from here is I'm going to follow up with you with a little bit more information about our longer session and then mm -hmm. um, maybe do some pre-work. We'll set up a time uh, to chat after the holiday here, some, uh, after, after we get back from Thanksgiving and uh, go into even more detail on this and see what we can, see what clarity we can build in our next call. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Wonderful. Well, I hope you enjoy your holiday, and I hope you enjoy uh, a, a nice, relaxing break from the hectic 80-hour work week. And, yes. Uh, and let me know if anything comes up in the meantime. I'll, I'll be happy to answer any questions if uh, something like pops into your head uh, between now and the next time we chat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hope you have a good turkey day. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. If you found this conversation to be helpful, please like and subscribe wherever you are listening. We also appreciate it if you take the time to leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us spread the word and get these ideas out to more job seekers looking to build their careers and improve their lives just like you. If you'd like to learn more about career therapy and see our different coaching options, you can head over to careertherapy.com to learn more. Thank you again for stopping by. We wish you all the best in the future of your career. Have a good one.